and welcome to Challenges That Change Us, the podcast where we talk to our guests about how their challenges have impacted them today and how they overcame them. Whether you are someone that feels like you are thriving right now, trudging through the mud or somewhere in between, this podcast is designed to give you practical advice, profound insight into your own experience and inspire you to embrace your life. My name is Ali Flynn, the co-founder and CEO of Tri Altitude Performance, and I will be your host. It's time to buckle up your seatbelts and let's get this ball rolling. Hey, hey, superstars, a hundred episodes. How many of you actually knew you were up to that? I had someone ring me the other day after my editor reminded me and they were like, oh, you're up to your hundredth episode. I'm like, how do you even know that? So first and foremost, guys, thank you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening. Thanks for whether you've listened to one, five, ten, all hundred. For any of you that have been here every single week, that's insane, right? Like you have heard from, I think we worked out, there's 96 people that have shared their stories because there was two by me and I've interviewed two people twice. So 96 stories have been shared on Challenges That Changes for the purpose of helping us connect with each other, reduce isolation, to help us feel more connected and to build this beautiful community. You guys are my extended family and I wanted to do something special. So this week we are actually releasing two episodes. The second one is going to be all about resilience, but I wanted to spend some time this episode doing something a little special and give you a behind the scenes peek at what it's like actually doing this podcast. But before that, I also want to reflect on our last 99 episodes and everything around challenges that change us. As I mentioned on the Facebook post the other day, it was challenges that change us that I actually lent into and lent on when I was going through those really hard days down at the children's hospital. There were so many moments that I was sitting there. I was scared. I was overwhelmed. I was frightened. I was angry. And I thought, hang on a second. And I would think about one episode, for example, Michael Crosland's, or I would think about one of the stories that the girls shared around their sexual abuse. And I thought, if they can do this, like if they can navigate their way through those kind of challenges and come on this podcast and share their stories, I can do another few hours. I can do another day. So just a massive shout out to all of you for helping me in my darkest moments and for helping the other people. Like round of applause, right, for our guests, what it takes to come on and share your story, to be in that vulnerable space, not knowing who's going to listen, what are they going to think about it? Are they going to contact you? Some people want to be contacted and feel left and open if they haven't been. Others don't want to be contacted at all. But to come on and to talk about your deepest, darkest moments in your life with a stranger most of the time and then out into the world, whew, that takes courage. That takes bravery. So thank you to every guest that has been a part of this journey. And I'm super excited for the next couple of years. We are not going anywhere. And, you know, one of the ways that I sort of get a sense, like I can see the numbers going up every week. I can look at the data and be like, oh, we've got another couple of thousand listeners this week. But that's not what gives me kicks. Numbers don't necessarily kind of spur me on. What, what really helps and what really kind of motivates me to think I can do this, I can keep recording even on my worst days for this community because when someone sends me a DM, 
when one of you take the time out of your day to shoot a little message that might say something like, loving your pod. You know, the other day I got one from a girl down in Orange. Massive shout out to Lise, like unpacking my house, being listening to some of your episodes, love your work. Those messages and the other messages about how this podcast has helped you (gasps) makes me cry every time. Like things like I've had messages that people have said it saved their life. I've had messages from people that have said that they knew something was wrong with them. They were too scared to go to the doctor. They listened to an episode and then they walked through the door and had the conversation. That was a life-saving conversation. The amount of messages I've had from when the girls got on and shared their stories around sexual abuse from people that told their story for the first time as a result of listening. I mean, we've had three podcasts that I can think off the top of my head where their story encouraged other people to reach out to me and ask if they could come on the pod and share as well. So Aggie's number 27 around her story of sexual abuse, Hannah's story number 77, her story around the controlling thoughts around anorexia. I had two people reach out and ask to be a guest after they listened to Hannah's. Tim Elliott's on high controlling religious groups, that was like a game changer for so many of our listeners. So, you know, it really has this ripple effect. I imagine you're throwing a stone on the water and trying to skim it and it bounces and bounces across the water. That's what this podcast and this community is doing. You know, we've been able to connect people with resources. We've been able to connect people with services. We've been able to connect people with each other. And that's like, it is really something special and something really I'm really freaking proud of. So thank you for being a part of it. It's an honor to sit here and sit in that space with someone. So let's chat about, let's go behind the scenes. What are some of the wins that we've seen since we started Challenges That Change Us? Well, the first win was obviously that we got more than 10 people listening, which is what I thought was going to happen. I still remember that moment we got to 50 on day one. I was like, what? What? 50? 50 people have listened to this and then 1,000 and then 10,000 and then 50,000 and then 70,000. Like, whoa, this is insane. We are across 80 countries. We are on the Australian charts and have been since the day we released. And this podcast is top 10% in the world. Plus, Let's talk about the courses that have been developed because of you guys. So we've had the resilience course, which you're going to hear heaps more of in 2024. The feedback from that has been that it has absolutely been a game changer. Like I don't know that I've ever had so much feedback from any course I've ever run over the last two decades. The Mindset Reset course that those of you that jumped on on the 2nd of January, we're going to flip that so that anyone can access it throughout the year. The High Performance Leadership Summit, whoa, that is off this podcast. Like you've all heard about that. And so I don't need to go into it, but to think that that event got created from challenges that change us. And the second podcast beyond the summit has also come off this podcast, but let's not just talk about the wins. Let's have a little chat about the challenges. (sighs) What hurdles have we faced creating a podcast? Definitely tech. Ask my editor, ask Sam. I would not be here if it was not for him. It started with, here is a link to the program you're going to use. He sent it in a text. I was like, oh, mate, that link doesn't work. He's like, I think it does. Sent it in an email. I was like, ah, I rang him. I was like, can you just talk me through it? I think in that moment, Sam realized that he was going to be working with someone that is not the most tech savvy person in Australia. 
Then there was the all the times I haven't hit record when I've been working with a guest and I'd, there'd be at least 10 minutes in, I'd be like, oh, I haven't hit record, stop, stop, stop. And so then we'd have to go back and repeat everything, which is actually really hard and awkward when you've just had a really good, wholesome conversation. My favorite, guys, my favorite was I did not know, and I can't believe I'm saying this on an international podcast, I did not know that Australian Eastern Standard Time and Australian Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time was different. I knew that Australia and Queensland were different, but I send out my links saying to people, I'm Australian Eastern Standard Time, not knowing that I needed to be on Daylight Saving Time. So I don't know how I've got through the last two years and only just found that out now, but that was definitely a moment that I, I didn't really believe people when they were telling me. I'm like, how, how do I not know this when I'm in my 40s and I've lived in New South Wales and Queensland and WA and the NT. Social media. Can we just take a moment and recognize that social media is not my forte? I'm dyslexic. So yes, when you read a word and you think, does she mean to say something else? The answer will be yes. I definitely meant to say something else. Don't know how to use it. So for those of you that do send your DMs, it might take me a little while to get back to you. And it's not through the fact that I'm super busy which you'd think, right, because I am super busy, it's because I can't find that button that takes you to the messages and the DMs. And I definitely didn't know that there is like your normal DMs and then there's this other section for people that you're not friends with that send DMs. So be kind and be patient. I really want to hear from you, but if I haven't answered, it's because I've forgotten that I have an Instagram or I can't find the space on the Facebook page to look it up. And I would say... If I think about what are probably two of the hardest logistical things about doing the podcast, the first is definitely, definitely naming the episode. In my week, I can record an episode, my editor and I can work on it, we can do the social assets, all of those things. But we get to the point of naming the episode and I'm stumped every time. How do you, and this is a question for you guys, how do you in five to seven words name the challenge a lot of the time, as you guys would know, there's more than one challenge in the episode. Name the challenge in a respectful way that honors the guest story or anyone else that has been through something similar, but tells the audience exactly what they need to prepare themselves for. Like, it is so hard. So please be kind to us about our naming of the episodes. And the other thing that goes with that is I often am like, we could be talking about a really challenging topic, but it's quite an inspirational episode. Or we could be talking about a really challenging topic and it be a really heartfelt, you know, it's one of those ones that I cry six or seven times throughout, wiping away the tears. So that's also really hard for me to work out. How do I let you know at the start of the episode, what kind of tone or energy you can expect from it? And definitely not nailing that yet, but we will keep working on it. If you have any ideas, shoot them through. And then the other really huge challenge for me personally is trying to work out who you are. Who are you as my listener? As in, are you married? Do you have kids? Do you work five days a week? I can look at my statistics behind the scenes and see if you live in the country or the city or what age you are, whether you're male or female sometimes, but I have no idea about what it is that you want to hear about, what motivates you, what makes you press play on a Monday to listen to challenges that change us, or what makes you decide to listen to episode 77 but not 72. 
And if you think about it, my whole purpose of being here is for you. My whole purpose of being here is to bring value and to provide a place that we are a larger community and network together. You know, we're living life and doing life together. But if I don't know who you are, how do I help in that space? So I think that's one of my biggest challenges. And when I send out those kind of in our Facebook group, the challenges that change us Facebook group, when I send out the quizzes or the polls, when you fill that in, that's really, really helpful information. And when I chat to you down the street, like sometimes, you know, I'll be in another town and someone will walk up and say, oh, are you Ali? And I'm thinking, I, I don't think I know you. Firstly, I think, oh. I've had a stroke. My memory is really bad. Did I go to school with you? And then it's usually followed by something like, oh, I listened to your podcast and I think, oh, take a breath. I don't know you. (laughs) But I love that, right? Because when you tap me on the shoulder and you say to me, hi, because you can recognize my face from all the social assets. Hi, I'm one of your listeners. I'll ask you questions like, wow, like first and foremost, thank you for listening, but talk me through it. Like, why do you listen to the podcast and what more would you like to see on the podcast? And What are your takeaways? Because it's in those conversations that I truly get a sense of who you are and how we can keep deepening this podcast and really enriching it and make it exactly what just kind of hits that spot for you when you're looking for an episode like we offer on Challenges That Change Us. And I think the other major challenge that I find is how do I hold space for my guests, wholeheartedly hold space for them and their story? at the same time hold you as my listener in the other hand and at the same time think about the podcast. Like I always say to all my guests when they jump on, this is about you. Don't worry about the listeners because I will be thinking about them but this is about you and this is your story and this is what you're comfortable sharing. And if you wake up tomorrow and you think, oh, I don't think I want that to go out in the world, it doesn't have to go out into the world. It's not a product. I'm not doing challenges that change us for a business. I have a couple of companies. I don't need another one. This needs to feel right for you. And you need to be so proud of the legacy that you're leaving as a guest. So that's in one hand, right? How do I hold space and be there for you as a guest? But then then I think about my listeners. How do I keep you psychologically safe? If we're sharing and having big conversations, how do I look after you? And you know, so many times I think, oh, I don't know the language that's correct here. I I just have to go with it because I'm like, I'm not going to know all the right language everywhere. Like I'm so out of touch with a lot of that stuff. So it's really helpful when you guys let me know that, you know, I did the hearing episode and someone on LinkedIn let me know that I used the wrong word for something, which is helpful, right? Helpful because I'm learning along the way. And then I'll know for next time how to make sure that I am being super respectful in that space. And Holding space for me and my family, like the episodes move me. I know when I did the episode with Lindy around the higher controlled religious groups, just a recent one, a couple of episodes back, I was still crying maybe two, three, four days later, not massively, but every now and then I just well up in tears when I, when I thought about what she went through and how challenging those moments might've been for her. And like, I know from in the therapy room that there are people that will stay with you for life. There are stories that are shared that it's not about how do you close the door at the end of the day and walk away because we're human and things impact us. You want to 90% of the time have tools and strategies in place that you can be like, I'm here, I'm holding space, that's work, I can walk out, now I'm in play, now I'm with my family. But there will be conversations that we have along our journeys that fundamentally move us, tap into our soul, 
may trigger, whatever it be, you know, and that was Lindy. So how do I also hold space for myself and for my family so that the podcast can keep going and I don't get burnt out? So I'm often thinking about those things as well. Okay. Is that enough challenges, guys? Because I could I could sit here all day. There are so many challenges. But I think I really love that. And I always do come back to challenges that change us. Every time I hit one of those snags, one of those hurdles, usually I laugh and then I ring Sam, my editor, I'm like, mate, you will not believe what I just did. And he, I'm sure he's thinking, uh, I definitely will believe it. Hit me up. <laughs> and then we have a massive laugh and then we make a plan. It's like, okay, well, what are we going to do with that? Or how are we going to navigate that? Or what is our step through process to fix that? But yeah, I don't know if that's helpful for you guys. I I know a lot of you ask me. And the other thing is, for those that don't know, this is not a flash studio. I'm not in a soundproof podcast studio. I am in this, like I'm looking around now. I'm in this tiny little office that's so messy. Like I wish you guys could see it. I have a microphone and I have these big headphones that you see on all the social assets that go out on the Facebook page. And I have paper everywhere, paper everywhere, like absolute organized chaos. And then I have this tiny little laptop and this one microphone. And that is how we do it. That's how we do business. So if you're out there thinking you want to start a podcast, reach out. Let me put you in touch with my awesome editor, Sam, because it is teamwork. I do not do this alone. Do not kid yourself. This is not an Ali Flynn show. This is a absolutely, Sam does all the grunt work and he is absolutely sitting beside me in strategy, in understanding. He holds space for me when I find like episodes hard to hear, all of those things. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I would love to share this journey with you. Just DM me and and I'll put you in touch with who you need to go into. I'm totally rambling now. I wanted to say thank you once again, guys. You are my world. You are my extended family. And I could not be prouder of the legacy that we're leaving, of the lives we're impacting. And it is when you share the episodes with your family members, friends, or colleagues that this podcast grows. It's when you leave a review that our kind of where you upload your podcast to goes, oh, that must be a good podcast. I'll show that to a few more people, kind of like the Instagram algorithm. So the more you leave reviews, the more we can help more people. And for those of you that want to know, where are we going in 2024? Easy. One million downloads. Yep. I'm putting it out there. I've not said that to anyone yet. Obviously, I'm feeling confident today because I did say to you that I don't look at the stats, but I do look at them in the sense that if we have 1 million downloads, that's 1 million lives we've impacted in those moments. There's been 1 million moments that hopefully we have helped someone in their dark hours, provided inspiration for someone that needs it, helped build connection for someone that's feeling a little lonely help motivate someone that was like, oh, I could try that. Maybe we help with a mantra. Maybe you take on that mantra of there's no problem I can't solve. Whatever it is, it means that there has been 1 million touch points from challenges that change us. So let's do this ride together. There may be a book coming as well and there is definitely some more mini podcasts coming out. There's some meditation ones which I cannot wait to share with you. And the High Performance Leadership Summit has been moved to October and it is also going to be run next year in March. So, yeah, super pumped about 2024 and 2025 and I just hope that we get to continue to walk along this path as one, together, united, helping each other being compassionate, being kind, remembering to laugh and know that life is challenging. 
But it's in those challenges that we change, morph, grow, become something else that is a new chapter in our lives. So I will see you all in the second episode for the 100th celebration and then next Monday after that. Thank you everyone for listening and taking the time out of your day. I believe we can learn so much from connecting with other people's experiences and stories. I hope you've gained some strategies and insight from today's episode. You can gain more by joining our Facebook group, Challenges That Change Us, or next week we will return with another episode. Music.